Like Jesus Podcast, episode 55. This is Like Jesus Podcast, and I'm your host, Olu Sabanjo. I am a recovering people pleaser that wants to be like Jesus. And this is the show where I tell you about my journey to purposeful living and share the amazing stories of other great people with you. The aim is that as you listen, you will also begin your journey towards engaging God's purpose for you and start to impact many around you with the uniqueness that God has put in you. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to Like Jesus Podcast. This is Olu Sobanjo. I'm very glad to, to um I'm very glad to have you listening in to Like Jesus Podcast today. And uh, it's a blessing. It's always a blessing to have you uh, listening and uh, many of the comments that I'm getting, I really appreciate them. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to get something out of what, what I'm doing here. So thank you. Uh, today, I want to ask you a question. I want to ask you, do you feel like you're cruising along life or is life cruising you? <laughs> Uh, that's a very interesting uh, topic there. Anyway, uh, as we start the discussion today, what I want to do for the whole month is to discuss about habits. Um, and I'll be talking today, I'm going to be talking about some habits that have really helped me. And uh, I'm also going to be inviting lots of people, you know, different people, um, you know, over the rest of the month that will be sharing with us some habits that have really helped them to master, you know, productivity in their lives, to, to bring them to a point of efficiency that they have right now. I have pastors, pastor's wife, um, professionals, authors, blogger, my husband, many people, you know, that I'm going to be interviewing uh, this month and you're going to really love it. I'm sure you will enjoy the, the lineup that I have. And, you know, personally, I've learned a lot from just listening to other people's stories. You know, so as we as I invite people and I talk to them, you know, I'm sure you're going to, you know, learn different habits and you will also find things that you need to add in your own life. Okay, and I'm I'm sure you will agree with me that repetitive, you know, behaviors is what has brought you to where you are today. You know, your profession, your work at home, your work at church and different things that you do. It's based on what you've done, you know, over and over again. And that's why we're talking about habits, you know, and uh, some of the habits, uh, what helps us to, you know, what helps to push us forward and push us out of the limits, you know, so that we can attain what we desire in life, you know, and, and I know that you, you agree with me also that good habits or bad habits, they are whatever, whichever one they are, they are the foundations to build one's life upon. And anyone that desires success, you know, must realize that the path to success is in great habits, you know, and so that's why I want to, you know, talk about habits. And personally, in my life, I've seen also that habits have been a big part of my success. You know, what I choose to do or what I choose not to do, you know, would determine what I what I achieve. 
you know, in order to start a new habit or to start to stop a bad one, you need a good amount of commitment, you know, willpower and strong desires. You see, all these things are very key, essential components that you need, uh, you know, in order to begin to, you know, whether to break a habit or to take on a new habit. It takes a lot to overcome, you know, the natural tendencies that we have to think in a certain way. You know, it takes a lot of of, you know, efforts to, to, to break a feeling, you know, you're used to feeling this way, you know, um, an emotional habit, you know, it takes a lot to break it. It takes a lot to break a, a, a habit of, you know, speaking in a, in a certain way. It, it takes a lot of habit, you know, it, I mean, willpower and commitments and strong desires. And if those components are not there, it may not be easy for you to take on another habit and talk less of, you know, achieving success. And I know that, you know, many of you out there, uh, you are at this level in your life, you know, you're doing very well. Some of you are doing well in, you know, some areas and you would like to improve on some other areas, you know, so in order to do that, you're going to have to evaluate what are some things that I'm doing well right now and what can I improve later, you know, and, um, you know, we also know that Habits that are automated, you know, if we can automate our habits, you know, things that we do, uh, we can propel ourselves towards, you know, a certain result. Okay. I remember when I wanted to write a book, all I needed to do to myself was make sure I write every single day as many um, number of words. And if you can just make sure that you do that, you know, when you're going to do, if I'm going to write a book, you know, you say, oh, write a book. That's a big thing. How am I going to be able to do that? But then if you break it down into small habits, it's easier to achieve, you know, and, and, and so, you know, the first thing you will now be what habits, you know, what do I really want to achieve this year? And what habits do I need to, you know, master and and start to build into my life you know and and so what what in essence what i'm trying to say is when you desire an end result there's definitely a certain habit that if done daily will eventually get you to the end result at an appropriate time okay and we see this happening in athletes lives you know we see many people musicians and people you know that sports people different people that you know you just put efforts into it every day and when you do that you master it and before you know it they start calling you a master and one question that I get asked a lot you know is where do you get all the time to do what you do and I'm going to be sharing you know some of the my own secrets here um, in this episode today and all this started about three years ago when I got a call. Uh, well, that call was not a local call. You know, it wasn't an international call either. So I'm sure you'll be asking, you'll be wondering what kind of a call was it then if it's not international and if it's not local. You know, as I was preparing for this, I, I was wondering, you know, how am, I, how am I going to word it? How am I going to say it to you? And I was wondering, you know, should I call it, uh, you know, a, a, an interterrestrial call? And when I discussed this with my guys, you know, my husband and the boys, and I was asking them, what do you call a call that is not international and is not local? And, uh, and I said, 
interterrestrial. And my, you know, my husband was like, it's going to sound as if somebody called you from Mars, like an alien called you from Mars. And that's not what I'm talking about. Then, then we talked about, you know, uh, could it be called an inter-realm call? <laughs> now that's sounding a little bit more, you know, interesting, but uh, in a weird way, you know, but what what I wanted to do, just you know, I just wanted to say that I got a call from God, and so we brought it back to you. See, sometimes how my mind works, okay? Uh, so anyway, we brought it back to just simply saying. I got a call from inside me, inside my heart. God resides right there. And so he said, you know, it was more like a nudging in my spirits that God, you know, was calling me. And he was like, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I need you. I need you to listen to this. And God was, you know, uh, helping me to note something that I was piling on so much for myself. You know, I, I, there's a video that I did immediately after this, you know, period in my life that explains what exactly was going on because I, I was, I, I began to notice that I had so much going on. I was, you know, to a large extent, I was just barely catching up. You know, as soon as I'm doing something, then something else com- comes up. While I'm still at something, then something else comes up. But then I look in my life and I don't see any concrete thing that was going on. You know, aside the fact that I'm great, I mean, I'm I'm so uh, much of a you know a great friend and great thing, you know, helper to many people. Uh, and 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 then also I also have this uh, multiple interest syndrome that I talked about in one of my episodes uh, earlier. I will link that also here in the dis- description below uh, so that you can listen to that. So I was more like a scattered brain. Not necessarily that I was exhausted, you know, but but it was more like I, I actually enjoyed it. And every single moment, you know, enjoyed, you know, if we're going to open that word enjoyed a little bit, it would be like, the people pleaser inside of me was excited because I was getting a lot of, you know, good job, good job, you know, from people. And, and I was, you know, it was like, I was getting a lot of approval, you know, because I was doing new things and I was being there for people and all that. Uh, but what was one of the big signs that I had that was really a bad one was the fact that by the time I get home, I was tired. So what was left was, you know, the tired version of me, you know, for my family, the most important people in my life, you know. And so, you know, this was at the time when God began to say to me, began to say to me that you're going to have to, you know, slow down. You're going to have to stop some of these things, you know, and it was like the the owner of my life was complaining that I wasn't reserving enough white space for him. You know, and it was the the word was more create some more white spaces in your life. And what do I mean by white spaces? Don't write. You know, in a book you you see or a chalkboard. You know, you're writing, and I mean a, a blackboard or whiteboard. You you write and write, and you get there some spaces all completely written onto, but the other parts are white. So we want white spaces so that if the owner of my life has something that he wants to do, he can find, you know, some space in there to, to, to add it into. There's somebody to love. There's somebody to listen to. There's um, a job to do. There's an assignment, you know, and this podcast came out of, you know, this in my life. 
you know, after I had created, uh, you know, enough of this white space, then I began to see what God really wanted me to do. And so, you know, as we go through this process of looking at habits for the whole month, I'm sure what's going to, one, one thing is going to happen to you. You will have a desire to break some bad habits. Okay. And I'm going to trust God with you that, you know, some of those bad habits, you need to do them, you know, you need to break them so that you can have space for some good habits. Okay. And then at the same time, after, you know, breaking bad habits, you will also add some good habits that will take you to the next level in your life. You need, you know, in, and, and that's the, that's my desire for this, um, for this series. Okay. And, uh, you see in order to be able to, to do well at, um, at, uh, habits, you need to have a very strong reason why you're doing it. Okay. Now for me at the time, I, I was able to realize that God and the people that are closest to me need my time and I need to create more time in order to be with them, in order to enjoy life with them, in order to enjoy the life in Christ and also to enjoy the life with my spouse and with my children. And so I had to begin to see what can I stop? What can I cut out? And as I began to do that, then I began to see you know, white space in my life, like room in order to add some very good habits that would improve my relationship with my husband and will build, you know, my relationship with my children and solidify the relationship that I have with God and and improve my walk with God. You know, so all this have a lot to do with, you know, having successful habits. So if you don't, you need a strong why and you need a strong habit. Jim Rohn, you know, this uh, famous guy, that used to, um, motivational speaker, Christian also said reasons make a whole lot of difference. So if you want to do something and you don't know the reason why you're doing it, you may start it, but eventually you may end up, you know, quitting along the way, because usually when you start a habit, it's so easy to get rid of it in, you know, day five, because then you're like, why am I even doing this? You know, and you just stop. Okay, if you don't have a good reason why you're doing it. And and that's when a lot of excuses begin to come in, especially between day day four and day six. You see that, oh, there's so many reasons that will come and they will be telling you, no, 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 you don't need to do this. You know, before you know it, you quit. You know, and, and start, you know, research has shown that if you do something 21 days, some other people are saying, you know, 40 something days is better, 48 or so. Uh, but whatever it is, what you want is you want a long term plan, okay? Habits that you're going to do long term so that you can start seeing the effect in your results, okay? So, first of all, you need to, you know, have a good why and uh, make sure that you don't agree to any hiding place, any excuses that. You know, you may say, ah, you know, today is actually different. Today it's raining, so I'm not going to be able to do it. Uh, Tomorrow, yeah, I'm traveling, so I'm not going to be able to do it. You know, so all this, you have to, you know, pay attention to them so that you make up your mind that it's something that you really want to do. Now, another thing that you're going to have to also notice is as you're going, you know, as a purpose, people pleaser, if you're one, if you're a people pleaser, like what I used to be, uh, what you see is that you would, as you begin to, you know, 
put your habits out there. Uh, when people are praising you or when you're doing well at it, you feel more excited. But when others are not praising you, when things are not happening the way you want it to, then you feel, you know, you begin to go down in your mind. You have to make up your mind that I, you know, I'm doing this to build something in the future and it's not about the applause or the feelings that I have today. It's I've made up my mind that if I do, these are some things like, for example, you want to write a book. If I write every single day, you know, you don't worry about, you know, the fact that the book is not done yet. Don't forget, just forget about that. Just focus on a daily plan of write 50 words a day, write 150 words a day and just do it. And when you do that now, it's, it's, it's very important that if you're going to create a habit to do, you must make sure that it's a habit that you can blend it into your life. If you just see, you know, you're going to listen to other people. If you listen to other people and they say, oh, what I do is I run every day, you know, Everybody thinks that it's good to run. And then you say, oh, I'm going to be running every day. Then you start, you know, in the morning, you start running. Then the next day, then the next day, then the next day. And then the third day, you're, something else happens. You're not able to do it. Then the next day, you're not able to do it. Then, you know, you're going to, if you're not careful, you're going to forget about it and just say, you know what? Forget it. I don't even think it's possible. You know, it's not, it doesn't even matter. Why am I even doing this? Before you know it, you you would have thrown it away. But if you make up your mind that no matter what, even if I fail one day, I still want to see the result that I want. Now, I'm not expecting that result today. I'm expecting the result eventually, you know, and so you just make a commitment to yourself. So two uh, habits, one bad one that I you know, began to notice that I had was negative thoughts. You know, I used to talk bad back at myself in a bad way. I, I didn't, you know, really appreciate the way things were for me. And so many times I found myself talking bad at myself. And I began to say to myself, you know, I, I used to be my biggest critic, you know, any small thing, you know, even before I do it, I feel bad that I'm not good enough. It's not good enough. It, what am I even doing? And, you know, and I had to learn that, I was using the white space in my mind to think bad about myself. And so I had to learn to, you know, practice, uh, you know, add the habit of stopping myself from thinking bad about myself or about my day, you know. And so that's one thing that if you have, if you're a people pleaser, this will apply to you a lot. You're waiting for people's approval. You're not happy when people are not applauding you. You're not, you know, doing well because, you know, you've not got a recognition, you know, all that. There are thoughts in your mind that needs to be, you know, gotten rid of. And when you do that, you will find that you now have white space, creative space to think good about yourself and to think good about, you know, the life that God has given to you. Now, the one big habit that has really helped me and, you know, it has really helped me a lot uh, in, in so many ways is and this habit is waking up early. You see, I used to see myself and I still do see myself as an eye owl, okay? Some people are uh, 
early bird, you know, and some others are night owls. And for me, I, I used to prefer working at night because the, the boys are in bed. Uh, not, there's no distraction. I can just, you know, focus and, and do my work. And many times into the night, 5 a.m., that's when I want to sleep because they're soon going to wake up. You know, that's when I have, you know, so much attention to, to myself to do what I need to do. But then I realized that I wasn't still getting anything done. You know, I mean, I was getting much done, but it wasn't, you know, I didn't see a big, uh, you know, growth in my life. And I began to study other people, other great people. And I began to realize that there was something common in common with, you know, successful people. And one major thing is that they woke up early, (laughs) including the Lord Jesus Christ. Way before everybody would wake up, he would go into the mountains, into the, you know, wilderness and he would pray, you know. And so I began to realize that I don't, you know, and I, another thing that I like to do is I like to sleep. Okay. I like to sleep in, you know, I just don't want to be disturbed. I, I, and I enjoy, God gave me the grace to sleep well, you know, so I enjoy it. I'd rather sleep, you know, wake up at night and work and then sleep in the morning. But then it doesn't work like that. I have a family, I have children that I have to get ready and all that. Um, and, and so I discovered that, it might just be better for me to pay attention to this waking up early thing. I've done it before in my life, but then at the time it was a little easier and, you know, you know, I was home. I didn't have a job, you know, I was on maternity leave and all that. And, but this time in my life, I I began to study some more about it. And I discovered that your brain actually is the smartest and freshest. It's in its freshest position in the early hours of your day. So what happens when you're sleeping is your mind is resting. Your brain is also resting. Now it's not completely at sleep. It's your brain is still working, but it's reprogramming. Okay. And so by the time you wake up in the morning, you have the, the most, the optimal, uh, level of your brain. And so when you, when you have that, you're able to do a lot more in the first few hours of your day. So I made up my mind that instead of waking, you know, at six o'clock when my family and I wake up to pray, I decided to be waking up at five. And, uh, and so I have my alarm set to five o'clock. And so now I, I, what I want to do is I want to take advantage of that time. That is the most crucial time of my day. And so, uh, you know, what I find is that a lot of people wake up early, you know, but, but then because of the fact that what they do in their first hour of the day is not the most crucial thing that will help them, they still don't get the result that they're looking for. You know, some people would wake up, you know, to, to, to see the news, Facebook, WhatsApp, you know, different things like that. You want to see what's in your email and all that. It's great to do that, but you don't want to do that in the first hour of your day. It's better you connect with your maker, you know, and get the assignment, get his love, get his, you know, his strength for the day. You know, I believe that if you really want to be productive, you want to plunge your, you don't want to, you know, put your head into the problem of the world as you're waking up. No, you don't want to go into social media as you're waking up. What you want to do is you start by arming yourself for a great day. You pray, you read, you write, you study. You know, these are the great things that I do 
in the first hour of my day. And since I have started doing this, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I would say in the last six months or thereabouts, um, maybe even a little more than that, I would say maybe about eight months actually. Uh, but to wake up at five, you know, is, is about four or five months in, in total, you know, and what I discover is that when I do that, it's, it's a huge difference. Okay. Uh, you know, I know it may be hard for you if, if you have little children and your space, you know, if you're at the beginning stage of your life that you're not, you don't have so much space around the house to, to get yourself out. And, you know, and for somebody like me that prefers to be in a quiet place, uh, you know, you may find it hard a little bit, but just keep trying, just keep trying. And what you want to do is you want to, you calculate what time, if you wake up as a family at this time, what, or for you personally, you usually, usually woke up at 6am, you know, add an extra time to it and use that time to, to spend time with God and to do something creative. Like for me, I spend time to pray. I pray in tongues. I pray in understanding. And, and I, you know, as I'm doing that, I'm receiving the grace from God. There are some things that I read out to myself just to remember, you know, and, and to be grateful to God for different things in my life, different people in my, in my life, different you know, opportunities that I get. And as I do that, I, I just continue. I just continue to do that. You know, so for you, you want to do exactly that as well. You want to do, you know, pray, read, write, study every single day, you know, and as you're doing that, you will just begin to see that your your habits, you know, that habit will begin to propel you to do a lot more in everything that, that you do. Okay. So again, I want to, I want to warn you that as you're trying to put new habits, accept yourself the way you are, but you're going to also push yourself as well. What do I mean? You know, don't try to, you know, cuss yourself. Don't try to bite yourself, you know, for not making it work. Some days you may, may not be like others, but just make sure, put an alarm and just make sure that you guard it jealously. A lot of things would want to take it away from you, uh, but you're going to say to yourself, no, this is what I want to do. And why am I doing it? I want to spend time with God and I want to get a productive life. Okay. So, and I, I discovered that as I'm getting stronger in my walk with God, it also affects, you know, this other areas of my life, you know, this other bad habits of thinking bad, you know, and, and I'm able to, you know, just see, realize God renewing my mind and, and all that. Okay. So I definitely believe that there's going to be a lot that you're going to learn from this uh, topic this month. All right. So why don't we pray together and then we'll come back. All right. Father, I thank you for giving me the grace to share uh, today with your people. I know for my brothers and sisters out there that are listening, I know you have a plan for their life. I know that your purpose is what you want them to be doing. And so Father, I ask, oh God, that as we focus, as they begin to look at this area of habits that they need to break and habits that they need to develop, Lord, you will, you will work with them in their heart and you will help them to to embrace that which you have for them in the mighty name of Jesus that as they listen to other people you know and read other things 
outside of this podcast, Lord, you will begin to guide them and you begin to bring up, you know, questions that are, that need to be answered, you know, to, to them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you for all the people that are going to be interviewed this month. Thank you for their lives as well. We give you all the praises in Jesus name. Amen. So Coming up, I have, like I said, some other people that I'm going to be interviewing. You're going to really be blessed this month. Now, back to you. What about you? Are you are you an early riser? Do you wake up early? And what do you do in your mornings? Okay, the first hour of your day, what do you usually do? And I'd like you to share with us and maybe somebody might be able to, you know, get one or two things. Do you wake up in the morning early? What time do you wake up? You can leave us, uh, leave me a message and and let's uh, talk from there. All right. Thank you and God bless. Thank you for listening to this episode of Like Jesus Podcast. Don't forget to head over to olusabanjo.com for more useful resources. While you're there, remember to leave me a comment. At least you know now how bad I want your approval. (laughs) And if you found this on iTunes, please take two minutes to review it. It would help other people like you to find the show all right now it's your turn to go impact someone with what you've got bye for now (laughs) 